What's going on, guys? Hey, it is on this episode, and we are concluding the Hawkeye series with episode six that just dropped. So if you guys aren't caught up and you don't want to hear spoilers, there's your warning because we're going to talk through this episode. I'm going to give you my feelings on how I felt they wrapped it up and uh, some of the story arcs and just about everything associated with this episode. Hawkeye, episode six. Let's get this thing going. <clears throat> All right, guys. So Hawkeye, as far as timing, and I mentioned this before, was picture perfect from the Marvel slash Disney world as far as let's land a show. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving through Christmas or to Christmas and have it be ultimately a Christmas story, a, a Christmas, you know, fight to get home kind of thing, which fucking genius on their part. Um, if you guys haven't been up to speed, this may not make a lot of sense, but nonetheless, we're going to just dive right in where the episode essentially kicks off. We know from the previous episode, episode five, that the kingpin, Vincent D'Onofrio, has reprised his role, which to me is a important piece to the puzzle that is Hawkeye and is also important on a larger scale to the MCU because of how well Vincent D'Onofrio portrayed kingpin, how big of a character kingpin was in the daredevil charlie cox netflix series and for him to be able to reprise his role and for the character kingpin to be integrated into the series because of echo and because of hell's kitchen and because of just everything that's going on i felt like that was smart all the way through so we kicked this episode off knowing that eleanor has um some kind of tie to kingpin and you know we're left up in the air with not really understanding what that is to include a possible relationship with Jack and Sloan. Jack got arrested the last episode. And so this episode starts with an actual scene. This is the first actual scene of Vincent D'Onofrio reprising his role as Kingpin with Eleanor. And I love it. I loved this scene. Um, there's some stuff I'm going to talk shit about here momentarily. But nonetheless, we get Kingpin. We get Eleanor. Eleanor essentially is trying to dissolve the standing relationship with Kingpin. As it is explained that Eleanor's uh, past husband owed a bunch of money. And she paid, you know, she's repaid the debt. And then some, they both have become wealthy because of their involvement in the organized crime that Kingpin masterminds. And she wants out because Kate is getting too close. Kate's about to understand and, and see, and there's just a lot of stuff that uh, is just not going the way it once was clearly. And she wants to save Kate. She wants to kind of step away from it. So she essentially just tells Kingpin, hey, I'm done with this. Jackson jail. He was framed. Uh, I made that happen. We've had this long relationship. Stuff's been good. Now, 
I want to step away. I do have contingencies. I've got all of this documented. I've got uh, all of this ready to go if if shit hits a fan or if you come after me kind of situation. And we're going to come back to this throughout the story. So essentially that leads us to believe that, okay, she's trying to make a turn for the better. Um, but clearly, Kingpin being Kingpin, without even watching the full episode, you know that he is not going to just say, oh, okay, sounds good, thank you. In fact, he implies... Uh, that this isn't going to go the way you think it's going to go. This, it, it pisses me off. I do like, and this is a subtle thing that you'll notice with the character and Vincent D'Onofrio's incredible acting ability, is he's got kind of this twitch when he starts getting aggravated or or what have you on his face. And it's just an incredible acting on the dude's part. It's like, God damn. Um, so anyways, that scene kind of closes and Eleanor essentially has stated, this draws a line. This is going too far. Not knowing, I mean, we, the audience, don't know the backstory of how much shit these guys have caused and how many people have died or been extorted or et cetera, et cetera. So we don't know the sheer scope or magnitude in which this relationship has influenced and changed or, or uh, caused calamity amongst everybody so with understanding that and then you know going forward the immediate next scene of course is Yelena in which was following Eleanor sends the video of those two the conversation that you just saw over to Kate Bishop and Kate of course is with Clint and is like oh shit my mom, my mom. And of course, Clint's like, like, who, who sent this to you? She's like, Oh, Yelena Belova sent it to me. Um, they're the ones that hired her and, and so forth and so on, which also ties it to where we know that Kingpin or Eleanor or both, probably both have a direct tie to Contessa Valentina Allegro de Fontaine. Uh, so that's like sealed because if she got hired from Kingpin and Eleanor, that the direction came from Contessa. So um, obviously there's a conversation between Kate and Clint on on this discovery and the concern for the Kingpin's involvement. Now, we dive forward with now Echo going to the Kingpin. And Echo essentially is there or shows up and sees Kazi and sees uh, Kingpin. And it's kind of interesting because she just essentially says, hey, you know what? I'm done this shit. This is too dangerous. This is getting too far out there. I don't want to have a part in this anymore. And, there, you know, there's a little bit of almost relief. It may it appears that way. And then she ultimately says, hey, you know what? I need some time off. And with all of that kind of concluding there with that character, and now we do actually see that there is a standing relationship between Kingpin and Echo, which my my gut says that that is the whole point of the two scenes relatively close to each other is establishing relationship to the story and to the characters between Kingpin and the organized crime 
and Eleanor Bishop and now Echo, which we we knew, but we never actually saw it. And uh, essentially, she's like, hey, I just need a couple of days to uh, clear my head. Now, as she leaves, Kazi and uh, uh, the Kingpin are like, okay, well, she's compromised now, too. So that's two things going in the wrong direction as far as Kingpin's concerned, right? The uh, Kate and Clint end up understand that shit's about to hit the fan. They're like, okay, well, now we got to get to your mom. We got to kind of figure out what's going on because the kingpin's not going to be okay with this. They go into this funny sequence of, we need a lot of trick arrows. Can't you build, can you build them? And of course he can build them. So that's, that's kind of the, the, uh, the scene is the prep scene for what's to come. Right. And then we go into the, uh, the the big party, the Bishop family, or the yeah, the Bishop security Christmas party, and and it's got a cool sequence, the panning shots of the area, and then we get to see a lot of the uh, the bros, the tracksuit mafia trucks are coming, and all of this stuff. Kazia setting up with a sniper rifle, Clinton. And uh, Kate arrive at the party and they're in this, this skyscraper and um, then we get to see that the LARPers are there to help. They're dressed up as the waiters and the hosts and, the, and what have you. And they make their entrance and we discover that, oh, Jack Dupree has been released from prison. There's a funny dialogue with this kid. Um, there's a brief discussion between Kate and Eleanor. She finally catches up with him and is like, this is not right, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, Clint's standing by the window and notices a red dot and then shit hits the fan from there, right? I mean, that's that's ultimately what happens. <clears throat> Kazi, for some reason, as opposed to waiting it out, in which his objective, as he described, was the woman, Kate, or not Kate, Eleanor, and he's like, Christmas came early because now we got the other girl and we've got Clint and we've got this, this, and this. And shots are fired. The party is massively disrupted, of course. People are running around. Clint's running around. Kate's running around. All this shit's happening. And um, there's some funny sequences with Jack again where he's like, finally. And for whatever reason, he has a sword, which I thought was weird. This episode, and I'll explain uh, maybe in the end, give summary. Uh, this episode is just interesting at best, uh, to put it nicely. So, anyways, complete chaos is in front of us here, right? I mean, gunshots are fired, people are running around, all this stuff's going on. No one really knows what's going on. Um, Clint gets away. Uh, Eleanor disappears. That the. the uh, tracksuit guys are showing up downstairs the Kazi is doing what he's doing uh shooting more bullets uh <clears throat> Kate notices Yelena Pulover running off um as you get kind of a, a quick scene of that and those two meet in a back elevator and there's again just incredible dialogue between Yelena Belova and Kate Bishop at the elevator some banter back and forth you don't know where he's going and he would be Hawkeye I'm referring to, and then they get in the elevator together, 
And then there's a nice little fight sequence, and that commences a larger fight sequence. <clears throat> Ultimately, trying to locate uh, Clint. Clint is setting up and shoots a uh, smoke dispensing arrow at Kazi to try to prevent him from uh, shooting any more patrons or have his position of height and distance with his uh, sniper rifle. Um, was this, you know, with success there again, there's this funny dialogue and a funny site, uh, fight scene between Kate and, and Yelena. It ends up ultimately tying back over cause she jumps out the window. Yelena jumps out the window and sees Clint and then Kate fucks with her. She falls down a little bit and the, the action sequences is it's just at this point it is on. Right. And it's it's just interesting on how some of this kind of falls together at this point. Again, a lot of action sequences, a lot of stuff going on. Um, it ends up ultimately, let me see, did I get this? I, I think I may have gotten this order uh, out of sort for whatever reason. Anyways, if, if I... Did not, so Clint falls. So Clinton, I think I got may have gotten this out of order. Clinton and Kazi end up fighting. It's this big epic scene. Um, it, well, actually, it's not an epic scene. It's just kind of a scene, and I'm, I was left for uh, wanting more, I guess. He also planted a bunch of little bombs that messed up the Traxu Mafia, and all, all this stuff happens because, again, he shoots at Kazi, Kazi, makes it out of the smoke room. He disappears and there's some scenes with Yelena and, and Kate, and then he shows up and then all the stuff's going on. Um, ultimately they fight. Clint gets away. Clint ends up trying to get on a wire. The wire breaks or falls. And he ends up in the tree. Kate's doing her thing. Yelena disappears again. Kate's down there helping people and, and doing whatnot. And, and has the LARPers helping people evacuate the building. The tracksuit guys are showing up more and more. And then Jack's helping and all of this stuff's going on. And um, again, Clint's stuck in this tree. And there's some scenes there. The lot, <clears throat> excuse me, the LARPers are like, this isn't, we're, we're, we're getting overran by the people. And then they go and change into their new costumes, which is funny. I like the LARPers. I like the element that the uh, LARPers add um, to the overall dynamic of the show. I think it, the LARPers and the uh, tracksuit mafia, I, I feel like uh, hopefully will be like some type of long-term characters or, or side characters within these shows. Cause I just felt like um, they're fun characters. And while they don't generally have a huge impact, they do have an impact nonetheless on the show or the story or what have you. So anyways, we get a cut scene of echo looking at photos of her dad packing bags. And then it cuts back uh, to Kate trying to help uh, Clint, who's again, stuck in this tree. She's this beautiful little owl and uh, yeah, so she shoots down some cables and then shoots it with an acid arrow, fucking dropping the uh, the humongous New York tree down into the ice skating rink. Well, yeah, off the podium and kind of draped into the ice skating rink below. And then it goes into this crazy fight scene, 
right? And so all these bros are amassing around and coming down. Kate and Clint are down there fighting for their lives. And you get kind of a shot of all these different arrows. And that's that's really what it summed up to me. I'm like, cool, we're seeing like a lot of individual little like electric band that went around a guy. Another arrow froze a guy's leg. They had a balloon uh, like a canvas balloon arrow that launched some guys in the air. There were some sonic arrows. There was this. There's um, a very long ass fight scene, though. I, I'm gonna say that it, I felt like it just kind of went on and on and on, and um, I didn't really care for the sequence to tell you the truth at all. Um, at first, it was cool, and then I was like, "Man, this is just." I, I feel like it's going on too long, and there's too many guys that we're seeing pouring in that are not really affected by that, what they're doing. I, I, I don't know. I just felt that way throughout. So we get past this fight scene and then uh, there's a call. Eleanor's heading down the back door. And for whatever, and this, this was kind of strange to me as well. For whatever reason, Kate and Clint are like, all right, let's separate. You go take care of her. I'll do this. Shoot some arrows at Kazi. Um, and he's like, bad shot. And he's like, yeah, no shit. Kazi catches the arrow, the arrow split. It was a cool sequence. And then Yelena tackles him onto the ice. Now, while that's happening, so now Yelena is finally confronting Clint. We have Echo confronting Kazi, who shows up a mo like a moment after the arrows are shot. And again, we go into these very long and extended fight scenes. Um, you know, uh, let, let me let me add the third one. So we got three things going on. We have now Yelena confronting Clint. We have Echo confronting Kazi, and then we have we end up having <clears throat> um, Kate getting to Eleanor. In which a moment before Kate arrives, good old Kingpin arrives as she loads into the car. The driver's dead. He rips the door off. Mayhem's about to happen. Kate and Kingpin engage in a fight. And uh, Eleanor's mom ends up knocking him into this building. And then Kate gets in there. And so now we have three fights roughly happening at the same time. They didn't se sequentially happen at the same time, but but within close proximity. So we'll just walk through it real quick. Um, we'll do the Echo and Kazi situation. Which was cool. I mean, they go back and forth a little bit. She explains, hey, let's get out of this life. Let's let's move on. I want you to be there. He says, I can't live two lives. This is my life. And essentially tries to stab her with an arrow in the end and gets stabbed with an arrow. And, you know, that's bothersome to her because they've had a relationship for a long time. You see that throughout the whole show. So that's where that gets left off. And then we have Yelena Belova and Clint Barton going at it. Kind of. I I did not care for this scene at all. There was a lot of dialogue. There was a lot of this, I'm going to, but I've got a question. And these just moments. And again, it was in the same location as the previous fight. And I just didn't get warm and fuzzies from, from either fight with uh, when Kate and Clint were fighting. I felt like that was way drawn out. I, I didn't really care for this the cinematics on it the choreograph of the fight itself was kind of cheesy with hitting people with the bows and this and that I felt was cheesy. The Yelena Belova and Clinton Barton little macro fight and argument and misunderstanding. 
I also felt was pretty cheesy. I think they definitely could have done that in a million different ways. Ultimately, they go back and forth. Uh, she she wants to kill him. I'm going to kill you. You need you know this, that, and the other. And he finally gets the opportunity to explain that your sister saved the world by her choice. No one could have stopped that because, of course, she doesn't believe him at first and this and that. And then, so that fight ends up being dissolved with a understanding that Clint did not kill your sister. Um, you don't understand what happened other than she was a hero and she talked about you all the time. Of course, that was the pivot point. You know, she loved you and I guess she understood from that point moving forward that the relationship between Natasha Romanoff and Clint Barton was way more than what she apparently understood, which allowed for her to, uh, I guess, gain the tolerance to uh, have a change of heart. So now let's jump over to the other fight. <laughs> Kingpin and Kate. I did like how they did some of the cinematography here where like Kingpin is just like hucking her around, like throwing her around, throwing her around. I like that. Because that is a kingpin thing to do. It's like throw her around, punch her, she flies. That's how it should be. And we saw that with that. Uh, he breaks the arrows uh, and says, this is none of your business. You shouldn't be dealing with this. Um, I appreciated that too. Ultimately, concluding that fight with her using the flick, the coin trick that Clint taught her earlier, hitting those arrows, blowing up essentially the department store that the fight was taking place in and launching Kingpin away. Now, again, there's a bunch of side stuff going on um, in the midst of these three battles, but ultimately these three individual battles are what sum up the final fight scenes of the show. Now, as we conclude Kate, uh, the Kingpin and Kate fight, again, there's an explosion. Kingpin's on the ground. Kate leaves the area to find her mom, and then the cops show up, arrest her for the murder, which is kind of, a, again, I felt like that was a super cheesy thing. There was just an explosion in this room. All of this chaos happens, and the cops show up at that moment and just to arrest her. Meanwhile, she's in a completely destroyed car. There was a massive explosion. The kingpins are like, it was just so weird how they did that. Um, anyways... You know, of course, Eleanor's pissed. You got your mom arrested on Christmas. That's what it's about to be, family, and blah, blah, blah. Kind of ending that scene and ending the the relationship at this time with the, that character. Of course, Kingpin is missing. Did it, uh, The cops were investigating, which, okay, now they're investigating. Great. He's missing. Um, we jump over and we see, obviously, uh, the to conclude the Yelena and Clint fight, Yelena just disappears. She, you know, says amens to the situation that she once thought was uh, Clint murdering or killing her sister to understanding that these two were far greater friends and there was no choice to be had other than what the one that Natasha Romanoff made by letting go and, and, and helping, uh, helping society during the, during the snap and all the stuff that had happened previous. So she leaves. Echo and Kazi, again, Echo kill, uh, essentially we're led to believe that she kills Kazi. She disappears. And so now we're left in a situation to where it's like, okay, Kingpin's gone, Yelena Belova's gone, Echo's gone, 
Clint and Kate are there, we get a sequence of Kingpin, um, all fucked up, kind of, you know, making his way down in a dark alley. And there's a van there. I, I can't remember if it was a Trusta Bro van, which is the uh, tracksuit mafia. Echo gets out, pulls a gun, which is actually a scene from the uh, MK Daredevil run, <clears throat> which is where Echo came from. And it does a, there's a little bit of dialogue there. We're family, blah, blah, blah. Um, it does this like uh, uh, upward pan shot to where you see this, you see a gun pulled, there's conversation. The, the panning shot goes above them to reveal the upper portion of the alley, which again is not well lit, to be the scene to be ended with a gunshot and flash, which concluded that part of the thing, assuming that Echo just shot Kingpin, not to be seen again in the rest of the episode. So now Echo's gone, Yelena Belova's gone, Eleanor's in jail. We're left with a scene of Kate and, and Clint and then I think there was a LARPer scene in there where one of the LARPers is offering Jack a uh, a possible future with the LARPers to uh, do LARPing, which was which I found to be kind of funny. Um, and then, again, we've got Kate and Clint having kind of a conversation in the back of an ambulance, uh, ultimately to be led to um Kate's or Kate Clint's house for Christmas of course Kate's joining him and so is Lucky the pizza dog and uh you know they get to the house they everybody's excited and happy to see him we get a scene between Clint and uh his wife Laura Barton I look what I found on the black market here's your Rolex and it's discovered that it is um Obviously, her Rolex, so I was wrong about that. However, it does say Shield 19 on it, which is an indicator that she was at once Mockingbird. That's that's kind of what I think they're trying to tell you with that story because the Shield 19 does have ties back to the Mockingbird character and Mockingbird character, which has ties to Clint Barton's love and blah, blah, blah. So I'm assuming that's that's the tie-in for that. Um, And then, of course... Beyond that scene, we get pretty much the final scene of the show, which is Clint going to Kate saying, hey, let's go do something real quick. They end up burning the running suit, Ronin suit in a barbecue, and then they're going back and forth about names, uh, or Kate more or less is suggesting and recommending names to be left off with Clint saying, hey, maybe I have an idea. The end credits on the show were the musical um, which I, I didn't like. So let, let me, as I just walk through this whole thing, let's, let's revisit this on a skinny here. Um, my feelings about this show changed after watching this. Now I did watch this show twice. So as I mentioned before, when I do this, I watch it as just a general audience member so I can get real reactions because whenever I'm sitting here watching and I'm writing all this shit down, I feel like I lose reactions because my focus is to write points like I did with this. I've got like 30, 40 points here that I wrote down that I wanted to discuss. And so I always do that the second the second go because the first one, I want to enjoy it. I want to embrace it. I want to feel the emotions. I want all of those things. So as I watch this Wednesday, 
um, I really, really felt like a, they put way too much in this episode, way too much, uh, content. And an example of the, the way too much is the opening scene is Kingpin with Eleanor and they're breaking the relationship. Eleanor having a long relationship with Kingpin knew very well that that wasn't just going to be the end of that, that, uh, situation her just going in and essentially threatening this dude after she set up jack dupree to take the fall for him or for sloan and expects to just threaten him and walk away that like that part doesn't make sense we don't get any any additional dialogue or understanding of of the real relationship to be felt to be followed up with echo essentially kind of not echo really didn't do the same thing but it's still again this kind of situation where she shows up she's like i'm done with the ronin i want a couple days off uh i i just felt like both of those situations were were rushed and there wasn't really any plans it, it just didn't feel like those were um they were executed very well in my opinion not saying the acting wasn't but the story plots and, and the way the story was, it was just like, ah, this is kind of cheesy. Um, the fight scenes in this were way drawn out. Um, and to be honest, I, I felt kind of underwhelmed by them. There was a lot of stationary stuff. Um, and it wasn't, there, there really wasn't a whole lot of wow factor for me. Um, personally, there just, there just wasn't. And, kind of a letdown with Jack. Jack was just some, apparently some guy that it was a, a swordsman of sort. Um, and then of course, even the Christmas party, one of the things that I thought about after, of course, watching the show was like, well, wait a second. If Kate or Eleanor Bishop, she owns Bishop security. If she just essentially broke a relationship with one of the, the city's biggest mobsters or, or, kingpins <laughs> she didn't have any enhanced security she owns a security company she knows what this dude is capable of to some degree has no extra security i found that to be very very kind of weak i also found it to be interesting because they were talking about how big this party was and how this and that through the previous episodes and we get there the party itself looks like just some party at a restaurant on the, you know, whatever, 20th floor in this building. There was nothing extravagant. There was nothing that stood out to me. Um, and then the scene itself with that party, I, I felt like was kind of kind of cheesy too. No no other recognizable characters. Uh, no no tie-ins, no nothing. And Kazi, who throughout the show explained low-key, low-key, low-key to Echo, during the pursuit of Ronan shoots, starts shooting into a fucking skyscraper with a rifle. I'm going to say that that is the opposite of low key. Um, but even seeing past that again, we get into these, these fight scenes and there's, there's good sequences. I, like I said, I, I feel like the Yelena Belova and the Kate Bishop dialogue and the sequence there where they're fighting in the elevator and, and, and fighting through this, this office thing. Great. But I, but I feel like they were trying to tell too many stories in in this episode or conclude too many stories in this episode. Um, and then they just overdid a lot of the 
again, a lot of the fight scenes, that fight scene with Kate Bishop and Clint Barton on the ice, I did not like. I felt like it was extremely over-exaggerated. I didn't like Clint Barton getting stuck in the tree. I didn't think it was fun. I didn't think it was funny. And it also seemed like it was too long. There was three, several scenes with Clint in the tree um, that were really not necessary. It just, it just, none of it was necessary in my opinion. Um, and then the Yelena Belova and Clint fight, it was just so over exaggerated. It's like repeating and repeating and repeating and I need more dialogue. And it's like this, you, how can you evolve the understanding and change your influence? If you were there to kill him, blah, blah, blah. If it was, your sister, and then he just talks about it. Why wasn't this established earlier on? She was told this by Kate, and it was dismissed. And now she's having this, like, long-ass conversation. I, I don't know. I just don't – I didn't really care for it at all. Now, again, not to say that the episode was bad, but I felt personally like there was a large letdown on it, um, especially with – the way that it kind of drew out um, the Kazi getting stabbed by echo in this relationship. And it was like that. I, I felt like that was kind of strange. The Kingpin fighting Kate Bishop um, and then, you know, getting blown up and then Eleanor goes to jail. I, I was like, this is just kind of a strange thing. Kate Bishop fighting Kingpin to save her mom, I'm assuming. And, and the, the city or whatever, good fight. I liked how they did some of that. Um, but then all of a sudden it goes from that to, her uh, confronting her mom and then the fucking cops show up. It was just kind of cheesy. It was, it was actually quite cheesy. Uh, Yelena Belova just dipping out after this strange dialogue and, and half-assed fight scene with Clint. Uh, again, I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know. Um, and then for her to dip out, no nothing. So now we're like, okay, so is is Yelena Belova ever coming back to anything? Is she sticking in New York? There's no, there's no real conclusion or or extension or or dialogue or anything that leads us to believe that there's there is light beyond the tunnel other than hope and that she's done a good job and what have you. But it was like that's kind of yeah, I didn't like it. Um, and, and that also goes for for the Echo situation. So Echo sees kingpin shots fired okay um you know the thing that came to my mind with that scene with kingpin and uh echo and then the shot being fired was daredevil is is daredevil lurking from the you know sky you know from the from a window or from a uh fire escape or was the shot fired and then and then daredevil you know was in the midst of swooping in and the shot really wasn't fire. I mean, there's so many opportunities there that they could have just put in something subtle to um, extend or, or what have you, but they didn't. We know that there's an echo series coming fairly safe situation. Um, I'm guessing we're going to see Kate Bishop in the future, possibly can't Clint Barton. I'm, I, I do appreciate like they didn't do some weird thing with Clint Barton. So just kill him or, or what have you. But again, I, I just felt like it was kind of, mediocre the whole episode in my opinion was mediocre they had good build up the end of the last episode with dropping the kingpin in um was brilliant but this episode to me was like uh i almost feel like a 
They could have tightened it up by reducing some of the fight scenes and adding better uh, fight scenes. They could have did more of a uh, diehard style fight scene instead of doing all this like weird, the tree scenes, the extended ice skating ring scenes, the mediocre party. Like they would have condensed that down and had really, really solid scenes. I think that that would have taken up uh, or that would have presented better. And I also think it would have set us up for a better kind of third act or, or end of the show uh, with kind of the exposition of these characters. Cause again, I feel like it was kind of half done. That's my opinion. Um, and then of course the show being left off with, again, we don't know what's up with Echo. We don't, we don't know what's up with Kingpin. We don't know. And while that, that's a good mystery, we don't know. There's, there's nothing that extends to like, Oh, we're going to see these characters again, or Hawkeye season two is coming or any of it. Um, what we see is again, Kate, Clint, Laura, the family at, uh, the, the Barton's ranch there. And, and it's concluded that Laura Barton was mockingbird. So it's like, which I also find to be kind of strange because other than her supporting Clint through the show with, with helping find something, I don't give a shit if she was mockingbird. Is she going to get her own show? Is she going to continue on? Because if she's not and Clint's not, it was fucking useless. We could have, we could have seen a million other things. We, we, we should have seen a million other things. That's the other strange part to me about some of the buildup here uh, to include like, why didn't we get a snippet of Jack Dupree on, on why he was hiding his, uh, his sword abilities throughout and say, no, 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 no. And that whole situation, are we ever going to see Jack again? You know, I, I don't know guys other than I did watch it. I was extremely excited to watch it. And unfortunately after watching it twice, first time as an audience member, second time as a note taker, um, I didn't get the form, the, the warm and fuzzies from either. I felt like it was a rushed kind of, let's conclude this story. Uh, let's do ba 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 ba, And we'll, we'll, we'll do a couple cool fight scenes and that'll, that'll satisfy the audience. And I felt like they fell flat guys. Um, again, I like the series. Uh, was it the best series? That's to be in question. I'll, I'll probably discuss that at a later date, but Nonetheless, I, I feel like they left a lot out there um, that didn't really need to be um, without drawing some kind of conclusion of where where some of this is going next. So anyways, guys, that is Hawkeye episode six. Thank you so much for tuning into the Culture Jack podcast. If you listen to this day of air, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. This episode drops the day of Christmas, the podcast, the actual Hawkeye episode six dropped a few days beforehand, of course. And if you're listening to it afterward, we appreciate those that are listening, tuning in. And of course, guys, a couple of things. Drop a review, please. Drop a comment. Check us out on our other social media links as well. And of course, have an incredible week. We uh, hope the holidays are treating you well this year. Thank you for tuning in to On This Episode, Hawkeye, Episode 6. We'll catch up with you on this podcast.